0: grass for me now it feels like forever it's all been a dream but i wonder so today's guest she is from the real
1: world hollywood and MTV's the ruins she's Brianna Taylor thank you for joining me today
0: thank you for having me it's been a long time since i've done uh, one of these
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right so before i dive into uh MTV related questions um, I actually read you were, uh, on American Idol. Yes. So what kind of, um, you know, when did you kind of get interested in singing?
0: Um, I was 12 years old. Um, uh, the first time I actually figured out that I could sing, uh, I was at camp, um, this camp, uh, golden slipper up in the Poconos. Uh, I went there, uh, for years and years and years. Um, and, uh, I, the first song that I actually sang for my mom it was a song that I, I learned at camp. It was uh, Jules, um, "You Were Meant for Me," and uh, you know I I don't know. It was then that I was like really like you know found my passion in singing. And uh, um, then when I was 14 years old at the same camp, uh, <laughs> I had like literally a nervous breakdown on stage. I was uh, singing uh, Christina Aguilera's "I Turn to You," okay. and um, I hit a wrong note and just started bowling in front of the entire camp. It was just like a couple hundred people, um, kids and adults. And um, ever since then, uh, I realized, okay, well, if, if I didn't die after that, uh, I could do a lot more. So um, my fear kind of lessened and lessened and lessened. And uh, now, um, uh, now I'm uh, singing for a living. I, I do it professionally.
1: Wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously you went on the uh, real world after doing American Idol. Um, so did you kind of get noticed through American Idol, or use that as like um, sort of leverage to uh, when you were auditioning, or was it a different process?
0: Um, well, Idol actually, uh, my old friend, um, she was the one that kind of talked me into it. My, um, you know what, I might have to go inside in a second because my phone might die. Um, okay. Let me flip this around. Um, my, is that too close? I don't know what it, what's going on. I'm horrible with Skype. Uh, but, uh, my, um, my old friend was the one that actually told me to, uh, she convinced me to audition. Uh, I went to, uh, the same high school and I also worked at the same company as, uh, Justin Guarini. He was, um, uh, season one's, uh, second, well, runner up. Uh, he came in second place, uh, next to Kelly Clarkson who won the very first season. He does the, uh, The Dr. Pepper commercials now. But, um, yeah, I, uh, sorry, switching again. My arm's getting long, uncomfortable. Um, but yeah, I went to us to the same high school as Justin Gorini. Um, I met him a a handful of times actually. Uh, and, um, uh, I don't know. I, I was like moved by what he had done. Um, and I thought it was really cool. Of course, I was 16 at the time when he was on the show. Um, he actually graduated with my sister, uh, my sister, Vicky. Um, but, uh, I don't know when I turned 18, uh, my mom kind of, you know, uh, uh, pushed me away from pursuing anything, um, in entertainment, uh, cause she had her own experiences, which, uh, didn't go too well. <laughs> um, you know, she never made it as far as I, I did and I have made it and I'm still making it. Um, but, uh, she, uh, um, when I turned 18, I saw it like as an opportunity that, you know, I can, uh, finally do something that I, I wanted to do my entire life. Right. And, um, uh, so I went to the audition, my I auditioned in, uh, Foxborough, Massachusetts. Um, and the, the main audition for Simon, Paula and Randy was in Boston. Um, so in Foxborough, uh, um, you know, I, I was actually, uh, um, I, I was hopeful, but I didn't think that I would make it as far as I did by any means. Um, And that was just another kind of uh, boost that I I needed in order to realize, you know, that I was, I was put on this earth and we all are put on this earth for a reason. And and it's up to us to find each of our individual gifts and each of our individual talents because we all have them, you know, we just... Kind of, my mom always would say, "Well, you got to fall back on something. You got to fall back on something." Well, yeah, I want to fall back on something, but you know, I don't. Why am I going to fall back on something that I'm not meant to do? You know, like Denzel Washington said it best: "If you're going to fall back on anything, fall back on your faith." And um, and it's the truth. You said fall forward. You know, you're not going to always succeed, and there's plenty of times that I didn't succeed in 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 um, in singing. And, um, I, I made it to the top 45, um, season five on American Idol. And that's a lot further than I ever had, uh, expect, I've never had any expectations. And maybe that's why, um, I made it so far. Um, now, as far as real world's concerned, real world kind of just happened on a fluke. Um, I've always, I always wanted to pursue my singing. I was 20 years old when I did real world. Um, I'll be 33 the end of this month now. So that's how long ago, um, it was, yeah, it's crazy. But um I uh I Real World actually um that was like a, a divine intervention opportunity because I went my old roommate Joey actually he came out to visit me when I did Real World. Joey had been talking about going to the Real World audition. You know, he actually I'm surprised that he didn't make it on because he is like, he's gay his dad um is a retired uh police or police uh sergeant lieutenant something he's retired he's a cop but his dad never really you know um was never really approved of his oh thank you thanks uh, i can't even really do it because my uh, my um my headphones are plugged in here um you know let me actually take these out let's see
1: okay oh there she is oh
0: uh, sorry i <laughs> i unplugged my headphones um
1: it's okay. I could add, I could edit that out. So
0: okay. Um, let me see. Let me now. Let's see. All right, I got you now. Oh wait, what am I doing? Come on. Okay. I All right. You, see, you see me? No. You can't. Okay,
1: let me see. Press, um, press the um. There should be like the uh, video icon at the bottom. Just slide that to the uh, right, I think, and then you should be good. Ah, uh, there you go.
0: Okay, all right. Yeah, I had to turn it off then turn it back on. Okay. Um, well, let me see if I can prop this up. Maybe that'll be a little bit better. Okay. Is that is that all right, Mike? Oh, yeah. nope, sorry. Just kidding.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's fine.
0: And blew down my, my phone. Um, but, uh, um... How I got uh, started on the real world, it was kind of like a, a fluke opportunity. Um, my old roommate, uh, Joey, uh, who came out to see me actually when I was in uh, California, um, he, uh, he had been wanting to go to this audition for uh, the longest time in Philly. And um, he kept on asking me about it. At the time, I was with my ex-boyfriend, Bobby. Uh, and from the show, I don't know if you remember, but Bobby and I had all horrible, horrible relationship, like literally from day one, um, um, which I, I haven't talked to him since real world. Um, and, uh, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but, uh, Joey had been asking me to, uh, to, uh, uh go to this audition with him and, uh, uh, that the, that, the day of the audition, um, the audition was at, uh, seven o'clock in the morning. I didn't go to bed until four o'clock that morning cause I was working the night before, Um, I'm sorry real fast. Are you able to hear me with the wind?
1: Yeah, you're good.
0: Okay. All right. Um, uh, I didn't go to bed till four o'clock that morning. And, uh, I called him the next day and I told him, I'm like, Joey, I don't think I want to do it. Like, I didn't really think anything of it, you know? Um, and he of course, you know, gave me a guilt trip. So I'm like, all right, fuck it. I'll throw my clothes on. and, And I ended up going, um, and, uh, Am I allowed to curse?
1: <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Everyone does it all the time.
0: So <laughs> um, so I went to audition and they actually, the, the process, they had us uh, sit down at a table. It was a whole bunch of us. It actually went kind of quick. The paperwork that I filled out afterwards—that was the, the worst part about it. It was like a book. It was that thick, more than pa- the paperwork that I had to fill out for American Idol. But um, we sat down at a table and we all went back and forth at the table, and um, we had to ask each other uh, each other questions. And I believe, if I'm correct, the, pres- the question was, if you were stranded on. Actually, we each had different questions that so we had to ask the person um, across from each other, I guess. My question was, if you were stranded on um, a deserted island um, and you could only bring three things, what would they be? And I said, well, first, I'd bring a boat. Second, I'd bring gas. And then third, I'd bring my music. And I guess they had already planned where the city was going to be uh, before I e- before I even knew it, I, before I went to, even went to the audition. Oddly enough, Um, I'll tell you what happened directly after the audition that just blew my freaking mind. Well, the casting director held a couple of, of people back. His name was Booker and Booker, oddly enough, he looked exactly like my dad, except bald. No joke. And, uh, Booker and I kept in touch for a long time, um, after that, um, during the process, during the casting process, they, they asked to speak to like certain people in your life, um, you know, that either your friends or your, your, you know, your friends, your family, your Co workers, your bosses, anybody, um, even people that you don't like, they asked to to speak to. Um, And uh, uh, when he spoke to my mom, my mom kept on telling me that he called me his find. And I thought that that was the most amazing thing I had ever heard in my entire life because when we look at ourselves, like we see, we don't see what other people see in us.
1: Right.
0: I grew up with horribly, horribly low self-esteem. And even, um, at certain points after real world, my self-esteem was shot in the shit, you know, in the shitter. I went through a couple of things in my life, um, that, uh, between, uh, uh addiction, um, oh my gosh, addiction, loss, uh, uh, the birth of my son, everything. Um, and, and I thank, God, for everything that, that he's brought into my life, that now I'm, I'm able to see the person that he made me be and, and that all these people that I've met in my life see me as, you know, um, even good, good or bad, because <laughs> right. I know, you know, I take good from people that do, you know, that are negative towards me that, you know, um, I guess see me as a threat in their life, you know, that I'm, I'm doing what I love and I'm happy and I live a happy life and I have an amazing, uh, uh, boyfriend, and my son is freaking awesome, and my family is so close, and, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for that, but unfortunately, people only take things as far as their perception allows them to take them until they have experiences in their own life that they're like, oh, wow, I guess I was wrong the entire time. So, back, back to Booker, the fact that Booker referred to me, to my mom, nonetheless, like, my mom, but not that my mom ever doubted me, but she was definitely afraid of me pursuing anything in in entertainment because of the experiences that she had herself. Um, so when Booker was telling her, you know, you need to have a little bit more faith in your daughter, um, uh, that definitely hit home with her. And since then, my mom's been my, my number one fan and she's been supporting me. She does have her moments where she's like, well, maybe you should, you know, uh, you know, look into computers and get a job doing something in computers. Or maybe you should, you know, mom, I know, I know the risk of my job, but I know the reward too. And I, I, when it comes down to it, I, I'm the only one that can live my life. Right. And I'll get more happy doing what I love, not making that much money or having the potential to make a lot of money rather than doing a job that I hate. And, and, you know, not making that much money or have the potential to make that much money. Yeah. You know, like, um, but uh, uh, after, when, after the after um, the the initial audition, uh, it was really it was really cool. It was a really cool experience. Um, my ex boyfriend actually made it through the very first audition um, uh, for Real World, which was I mean obvious. I mean he was a really good looking guy, and he actually sang too. But um, when Booker started diving deeper into um, both of our lives, we had to record videos. We had to. Um, Bobby wasn't asked to go out to California. I was because I had made it so far into the finals. And of course, Bobby was upset and, and got, I guess, jealous because um, uh, he did also audition for American Idol uh, with me the year after I had already gone through. And they, I made it through again, which I wasn't allowed to. They ended up stopping me. Um, the guy, the head guy from 19 entertainment, um, was one of the judges and he flat out said, he's like, if nobody stopped you so far, he's like, I'm not going to stop. Go right ahead. So, um, and 19 entertainment is affiliated with American Idol. Um, so I guess Bobby was upset that I made it through for American Idol and he doesn't make it through. And then here I am making it through for real world and he didn't make it through. And that is my point. Anybody that truly loves you is going to be happy for your successes because when you succeed, they succeed. And, and if anybody that is ever in your life, that is, is upset at your, at your success, they're, they're horribly miserable inside. And there's nothing that you can do about it. Only we can each work together. We can each work on ourselves on our own, you know, uh, uh, in finding our purpose and in finding our own happiness and in, in changing our own lives. We can't expect anybody else to see things from where where they're coming from, because that's their life, that's their perspective. And we all, our perspective in life only comes from things that we've been through, you know? And that's where our fears come from, that's where our insecurities come from, that's where our jealousies come from. So the moment that you try to understand where somebody else is is not even so much, we should try to understand where other people are coming from, but the moment that you let that Attempt to understand affect your well being. That's when you're in a whole freaking world of shit. You know, at least try to understand. But if you can't, just let it go and back up. And uh, I, I stopped under trying to understand where Bobby came from, and I found a actually my boyfriend now, oddly enough, does the same thing that I do. He's a singer, um, and he, where it's funny because where where I falter, he he rises, and where I rise, he falter.s You know, so like we're able to we're a lot alike, but we're able to help each other out in a way that I, I never thought. And, um, you know, he was actually excited for me to be able to do this, uh, this, uh, podcast with you today. Cause you know, he knows, um, like, this is my life. This is my livelihood, real world, not so much anymore. Although I've been thinking about maybe reaching out and maybe trying another challenge, uh, cause I already did one, but, yeah. um, but uh, I'm I'm thankful that I had the opportunity. I'm thankful for all the people that I that I met along the way, especially doing Real World. Um, and uh, Booker, I wish I could talk to my casting director Booker again because he was just he was absolutely incredible. And uh, and um, uh, I never I never expected uh, to make it on the show because I didn't take it seriously. I was, you know, that's what they say about um oh geez Louise. Did he... Dwight, is that plugged in? I don't know. Well, we'll see if my phone dies. I apologize. Talking. But uh, I'm thankful uh, um, for the opportunity uh, that I had when I uh, got cast on Real World uh, because I I had. It's funny how life works out. When you you can look forward to something, but the more pressure that you put on yourself, thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it, and not just giving it up and saying, this is what I want. I would love for this to happen. You know, if it doesn't, life goes on. There's probably a better thing ahead of, there's more, there's definitely something better ahead of me. Um, and that's why I'm, I'm seeing now I didn't make it on American Idol. I didn't make it as far as I had wanted to on American Idol. Um, because I wasn't, I don't know. I wasn't allowing life to take its course. I wasn't uh, too much about it and I was I had far more expectations and and I had far more expectations um, and that's when you know we get uh, stuck and uh, when we expect so much and it doesn't happen then we give up on everything and that's not what we're supposed to do in life we're supposed to say hey I didn't make it for this reason because there's something better and after not making it all the way on idle then real world came about and uh, and, um, I, that was one of the best experiences of my life. And I, I'm so thankful. And oddly enough, uh, right after I made it through the first cut on real world, I went to a psychic and the woman told me, she said, you're about to be on, go on a big trip. I didn't even say anything about, about, um, uh, American Idol or, uh, um, or real world or anything after I made it through, I'm sorry, the first cut for real world, um, I went to a psychic and cause I like that stuff. And uh, she told me, she said, you're about to go on a, big, a humongous trip. And I said, where to? She said, it looks like you're going to Hollywood. And then lo and behold, I kept on getting through these cuts, getting through these cuts. And and I'm then finding out um, the city was Hollywood. And that's why Booker called me his friend. Because um, he eventually knew that I had, the first thing that, that you know blew his mind was the fact that I said my music. So instantly, if they had already picked the city, they're like, well, what's up with her music you know like why does she love music so much um and then uh and then when i found out that it was um he found out that i did american idol and everything like that he heard me sing and then the moment he heard me sing, he, he told me that he was building the cast around me which is crazy wow. and then and then i think i think at the same time they were also talking about joey too so joey had already mentioned that he had these aspirations to, to um, you know, become an actor. So then they started building the cast around Joey. And then they, um, you know, the only one that really didn't know what he w- wanted to do, but he had that personality, that infectious personality, was Dave.
1: Yeah. And
0: Dave is doing, he's so successful now, um, from what I've heard. I haven't talked to him in a while. We actually spent a lot of time together um, after the show. Uh, we were together just about every day, because he was living only a half an hour from me. Mm-hmm. um so, uh, at the time, but, um, now I, I hear that he was work he's working for the, uh, uh Tampa Bay Buccaneers, I'm pretty sure. Oh, wow. Uh, so it's really cool. Like how each, each of us, um, you know, played a different role and as different as we are, like they, Bea Murray has been doing this for a long, long time, you know? So, um, uh, when we each walked into the house, we really thought that, you know, are these paid actors? Like we're looking at each other. Cause. At the beginning, everybody seems so extra, like, oh, let me right. put on the show, let me do my makeup under the covers so that I wake up bright and fresh in the morning. And then after a while, you're like, okay, this is a real person just like me. They just took a shit in front of me the other day. So, you know, they're walking around buddy us naked uh, with, you know, flour all over them, you know? <laughs> um, but it's really cool how each one of us played a humongous role in their casting and in, 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 in everything, and it's 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 crazy, because I kind of take it as, as you know, even though it's a reality show, Real World kind of was the first experience of my life, of how we are all connected in, in one way or another, you know if you know anybody's like backstories, like Kim's backstory, and her, her dad and the fact that I was a dancer, and her dad ran away with a dancer, but then of course Kim wants to be a, a, um, a host on E! News, you know, so like it is pretty crazy um, and then me with my addiction issues, and then Joey he passed away from, um, from an overdose. And uh, it, is, it is pretty wild um, when you think about it. Um, but, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so at the time when, uh, you know, your uh, season was airing, it was uh, really popular. But now a lot of people kind of, um, I think mostly due to the lack of, uh, you know, challenge presence on the uh, show. Um, a lot of people refer to your season as the, uh, forgotten season of the real world. (laughs) Um, because, you know, you had, uh, you only did one season and, um, you know, Dave only did one season and a lot of you guys, um, you know, weren't really, you know, challenge mainstays. So your season kind of flies under the radar a little bit, but, um, a lot of people, you know, forget how good your season really was.
0: Um, yeah, keep going. I'm listening. Okay.
1: Um. So I'm going to ask, do you still keep in contact with um, your roommates from uh, Hollywood? Uh,
0: um, no, <laughs> um, we did for a little while. And here and there, um, sometimes we will uh, call each other. Like, believe it or not, um, Kim and I, uh, Kim and I, we. Oh, shit. Sorry, I'm dropping things in my house. Um, I don't. I don't really keep in touch with everybody, um, from real world. Um, but here and there, like, we'll reach out to one another. Um, you look so familiar by the way, you look crazy familiar, but anyway, I'm oh, sorry. Okay.
1: I, um,
0: I don't, huh?
1: No, I said you're <laughs> I,
0: um, I don't keep in touch with everybody from real world. Occasionally, um, you know, we'll all reach out to one another here and there. Um, Kim and I actually, uh, a lot of people would be surprised or, you know, actually a lot of people would be happy to know that Kim and I, uh, found an unbelievable new found friendship. And we're both moms now. Um, we both have grown up considerably since the show. Um, I'm a lot cleaner <laughs> than I was, um, when I was in the world, um you know, I, uh, I'm a lot more organized now, um, than I'm a mom. And, um, uh, Kim and I Kim actually um, from the bottom of her heart she apologized to me for how she treated me on the show. She's like I was so immature and she realized, you know, what people were saying, like like the backlash. I mean a lot of people a lot of people that watch this show don't really realize that we what you what you guys saw was only thirteen hours of footage. We were there for four months. Four months. So and there's a lot of stuff that they should have shown that they didn't show, and they didn't even show it on the. They didn't even have, an, uh, I think, a shit they should have shown um, for our season. Um, and even the questions that we were asked at the at the um, reunion were like very uh, uh, shallow, and you know, cut the surface, barely cut the surface of what we all experienced in the house. Um, all of the coincidences that that happened that none of us could explain that we, we discussed, you know, later on. And we're like, well, remember when this happened? And then later on, this happened to counteract. It was, it was really weird. A lot of weird stuff happened. We worked for Habitat for Humanity. And um I think that's part of the reason why we're a forgotten season, because um the reunion kind of left a bad taste in all yeah. of our mouths. Not only was the chick um that I call her a chick because, I don't know. That. That's whatever. It doesn't make any difference. People call me chick. I don't care. But <laughs> I don't see that as a as a demeaning term. But uh um, I don't know. I kinda of felt like how C U C was totally uh um incompetent in, in doing her job. Um I kinda I kinda feel like uh uh you know I I don't know if you're gonna be a host and at least like the same thing with like these newscasters, like if you're going to you know, trying to send a message or do your job, That's any job, you work at McDonald's, you work at ShopRite, you work in a doctor's office, you work in a hospital. Well, you're the freaking president. Like if you have a job to do, you got to do your job. That's your job. Right. And she didn't do her job. I don't know if they told her which questions to ask or, or I have no clue, but, um, uh, um, she didn't even scrape the surface of, of oh shit, sorry, gonna hold on to this. Uh, the woman that posted that, uh, um, our reunion show, I feel like she didn't even scrape the surface of what we all um, were hoping that she would talk about. The fact, no offense to her, because I do like her, I think she's a great person, uh, Janelle. Janelle already had her time, and she should have never been brought out on the show. And that was for shock factor, and that's part of the reason why we all kind of were like... So is this about is this about the cast of the real world or is it about Will you know sleeping with Janelle like is this about Will sleeping with Brittany was this about Will trying to sleep with Sarah, you know like it, 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 like and it wasn't even about Will it was more about Janelle you know like I don't even think that they even allowed Will to you know say his piece really which was fucked up and um you know there were so many things that we had all wanted to, to discuss but we didn't get a chance to and a lot of us actually. I'm pretty pissed off because instead of me being the person that I've always been, I was told by a person who will remain a name and I'm not upset with him for doing this because I understood where it was coming from. But I was told that I need to tone back my, my name. I need to tone back being myself and um, being myself is what helped my album sell so much. Being myself right. is how people, people, were able to come out of their own shells because they saw that no matter what opposition I was facing, that I still was able to overcome it. Yes, I got pissed, I got angry, but I still didn't let me ruin, I still didn't let bullshit ruin me as a person, you know? And, and um, you know, I wish, I wish, there's a lot of things that I wish that I could have gone back and done, and I appreciate you giving me the opportunity um, in, in talking about a lot of things that I know that a lot of us wanted to talk about. Um, I kind of wish that I had the opportunity to go back to that reunion, be me and tell Sarah that she is a piece of shit. I don't know how she is now. I haven't talked to her in years, but she's a know it all. And um, I'm sure she's realizing. Uh, I guess now she was she was a know it all. I haven't talked to Sarah since the show ended, and even Kim and I. Kim and I spent a lot of time together. Kim Brittany, and I spent a lot of time together um, uh, in New York when uh, when we were filming the reunion. Um, we we went out the day before. We hung out that night, and and then Will Kim. Um, and I were sitting in Will's room. We actually made um, uh, a video and we posted it, and it was pretty much about the things that, that we never got asked, and 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 how you know um, Sarah did the self righteous thing where she said she grew so much, but she didn't. She was honestly the worst person in the entire house. I don't judge her for that today. I don't. I didn't even judge her for that back then. You know, but there were times, I don't know, even on the reading, you've seen me roll my eyes a couple of times, and that's because I was instructed to dial it back a little bit. Not by anybody from Vienna Murray at all. You know, they right. encouraged us to be our normal selves. Um, you know, we all were very upset when Janelle was brought back on because that was totally unnecessary. You know, she barely spent, she was, she was literally in our house all of, I don't know, five times. And whatever happened with her and Will... Will actually ended up leaving the house for a little while. He went over to Janelle's house, which was totally against the rules. But, you know, like, they didn't, like, up until when, when the reunion was, from when the show aired, Will and Janelle, it was months. Will and Janelle didn't even speak. So for her to be brought back, that was entirely, like, it was bullshit. It was ridiculous. I understand why they did it, but it was, it was stupid. And a lot of, that's what left a lot of uh, bad taste in our mouths. And even beforehand, we all... We're talking about doing the challenges and everything. And Dave was adamant about it. And then Dave realized that, and this is no offense to a lot of the people that are still doing real world nowadays, because a lot of them, I give them major props because they're not only using real world as a platform, which they should, they're also, you know, pursuing their own dreams and their own careers and their own aspirations. Anybody that I feel as though gets get stuck and this is going to pay my bills for the rest of my life is an asshole. You know I mean because real world they' they're calm they're and they're lived, and, and, and I mean if that's how they feel that's how they feel and God bless them and I hope that everything works out for them you know but um, um, they've realized just like I realized in the first challenge that I did, the one and only challenge that I did the ruins in Thailand, I realized that a lot of the people knew what the fuck they were doing in playing things up for the camera. And that's, in my opinion, I guess that is being real because, you know, you have to be real fake sometimes. I'm, I don't feel this way, but I guess some people feel as though you have to be real fake in order to make it anywhere.
1: And unfortunately,
0: right. we live in a very, very plastic world. very has plastic country. Our country is, our world is, is more geared to like how good a person looks or, you know, like, um, instead of a person being true to their heart and true to their instincts, like people end up committing suicide because of what society tells us that we have to be, you don't have to be anything other than ourselves. And some people don't even know who they are. And this is the problem, you know, that I saw when I did the show, like I can name a few names, but I'm not going to bother going there. (sighs) I really want to right now, but I'm trying to be a better person overall for my own sanity. Um, there were a couple people who have been on other challenges who, you know, there might have been one of their first ones or, or actually there's one that was her first one. Um, and you guys can do that narrowing down, but I don't talk to her. Then I noticed, and the reason why I don't talk to her, I don't, I, the reason why I chose not to have a relationship with her, even though I was cool very polite to her and we were really cool at the very beginning is because I saw a different side of her when, when all was said and done. In our room, when there was no camera around, she was a completely different person. But then I saw her trying to, like you know, I'd be up people's asses, and and she was just completely and utterly fake, fake. And God bless her because you know now she's making a hell of a lot of money being fake. And I gotta give her kudos for that. She must have seen a bigger picture. I have to give her kudos for that. But I but I don't know. You you can't take money with you when you die. You yeah. can't. And you're always going to remember the enemies that you made along the way, or the people that totally were disappointed in your actions that are not going to, and I'm sure she's doing this on real world. She's doing this and the other people, I'm sure if they're doing it on real world, they're also doing it in their regular lives. You know, um, they're not thinking about, um, anyone but themselves and themselves in that, in that point in time. And, you know, maybe if I make this money, that I'll be happy. No, you're not going to be happy. 'Cause when you're, you know, eighty years old or ninety years old and nobody wants to be around you because of how you treated them years and years ago, because people never forget what you say, but they forget how they, they never forget what how they people will forget what you say, but they will never forget how you make them feel. And I personally for me, I've chosen not to be around people that I instinctually feel like are going to bring me down in one way or another i give somebody an opportunity to to you know prove themselves to me but i take everything with a grain of salt that's not being pessimistic that's just being realistic you know i'm a very very optimistic person you know but unfortunately in this life people are going to you know let you down sometimes but when you stay true to yourself it doesn't hurt that much and um uh, that's part of the reason why i um I didn't do a challenge for so long because I saw sides of some people. There were other people that were there that I absolutely adore to this day. Diem, um, God bless her, was one of the most genuine, kind, kind-hearted, loving people I have ever met in my entire life. And, um, you know, there's a bunch of others that I just, I I, I love and I, you know, I, I hope that they're doing well. I don't talk to them, but Um, I don't know I just feel as though I wouldn't sell some of these people would sell their own mom out for a bit of tv time and and you know ten thousand dollars a hundred thousand dollars why why like and I don't know I guess we all all realize that we're gonna die inevitably like at one point in time we're, we're all going to die that's just a part of life so why live your life clamoring for that dollar when you could clamor for love you could clamor for for your own happiness you could clamor not to you know uh, be wanting to commit suicide because you don't even know the person that you are and that's the thing that people don't always think about you know you know the the fights that we get into because of our pride and our our and that's one thing that was wrong with me when I did the show I was incredibly prideful and I and I you know there were ways that I I thought that you know, I was being targeted, or, um, you know, there was a lot of things that I, I didn't realize back then that I do realize now, um, but unfortunately, uh, I've, I've thought about maybe possibly doing another challenge, but I also weigh risk factor, and I'm wondering, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, if I do another challenge, will it be beneficial to my my spiritual health and my, my mental health and my heart health? <laughs> Um, you know, I mean, I, I can't say that. I, I don't, I, I don't know. I have no idea. But I'm, other than that, I'm very, very, very happy and very thankful in my life right now. And, yeah, you know, I don't know. We'll see what, what tomorrow brings.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so obviously, you know, most of the girls had, like, um, I'd say a very, um, you know, rough go, um, with, the most of the champ guys in the, uh, House on the Ruins. So, uh, more specifically, Wes, um, Johnny, Kenny, and Evan, what, what was, uh, your dynamic with them like for you personally?
0: Um, we actually met, um, we met Johnny, Kenny, and Evan a couple of times. They actually came up to our, our real world, real world house, um, when we were living in California. And they seemed like pretty cool guys. Um, I mean, they were all right. Uh, just recently, actually, I thought it was really cool and, um, I'm really proud of them, um, uh. Johnny Bananas, um, I saw him, I was at Quest Diagnostics, and I saw him on a commercial, like, one of their, their things that they, that they have there, and I, anytime that I see a real worlder achieving their dreams, that makes me so happy, like, when, when they realize that this TV stuff, it's cool, it's all right, no fun, but there's a bigger picture out there, and I, I'm not going to be able to, to fall back on this for the rest of my life, um, I always like seeing that, um, As far as, I think out of everyone, Evan probably was my favorite, Um, and I can't comment on any single person's character because I don't know them um, well enough to do so, nor is it my right to do so, even though, even if I have I wish them, I wish them the best, and I think that's really cool that they're each, um, you know, going after their dreams.
1: I think that's awesome. All right. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is like a lot of people, um, look back at this moment. It's been brought up a lot lately, actually, by um, you know, fans and the challenge itself. Um, Siobhan, when she, uh, <laughs> thought she when busted she her, her implant, <laughs>
0: what,
1: what was that like that we didn't see?
0: Oh my gosh, this poor girl. She like like face planted into the water. We were, I think it was, I'm pretty sure we were doing like the monkey challenge. Yeah. I think it was a monkey challenge, and uh, she and another. And um uh uh, of course, she was Ruben. Oh my gosh, I felt so bad for her because I mean I don't I don't know what that what that feels like. I don't have fake movies. And I can not imagine, I know some girls actually that do, that have popped implants or, you know, just had, you know, bad things happen um, uh, uh, to them. With Even girls, I know girls that have butt implants too, that just have had bad things happen. Um, and, uh, I mean, I felt so bad for her. But Siobhan's such a sweetheart. She's such a nice girl. And I, you know, um, I did feel really bad for her that day. And that's funny that they're still bringing it up.
1: Yeah, they they do like all. They've been doing like all these um ranking videos on um you know the challenge YouTube channel, and they like that's come up like Siobhan in general has come up in like three of the last like.
0: Oh really? It's like
1: yeah. I don't know. Like it's just out of nowhere because you know. I love her. She's so sweet. She's such a sweetheart. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: Um.
1: So when you got obviously uh, voted to go into your elimination. You were kind of like one of the stronger girls, I'd say, on the uh, challenger team. Obviously, you had, like, Casey that could have gone in. But when you were, um, you know, going in, um, you chose to go against Susie, which she obviously was undefeated. Um, and a lot of people are surprised by that. Was she uh, your initial choice? Did you always want to choose Susie or were you leaning towards somebody else at first?
0: Well, um, I mean, I honestly, my whole philosophy in, in my life is go big or go home. Um, you know, I I live boldly. I pray boldly. Um, I raise my my son to do the same. Um, I I'm a risk taker, which doesn't always <laughs> wind up so well. And our strategy was, um, well, of course the, the 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 our people that had already been on challenges but didn't win challenges. That was the team that I'm on. So the people that had already been on challenges that had been there that were very close to veterans. They already had their own stri- strategy so that they could make it till the end. Um, I could dive deep. I don't know if you actually know, but, um, the more challenges that you do, you get an initial pay, um, yeah. from you Murray. So I'm sure obviously people know that now, but, um, um, I, you know, I just got paid, you know, per, I guess, week that I was there. So if I had done three challenges, I would have gotten, I, I'm pretty sure an, an initial thousand dollars, if it was like my fourth challenge. Um, so, you know, they already had that, which, was crazy with um, i knew i was going to be put in anyway because i was like a rookie rookie like i you know had never done a challenge before ever mind you um everybody knew my background they they um knew my arm strength unfortunately smoking was the one thing that 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 did me in because if i didn't smoke i, I have a, a i i don't doubt that i would have been able to beat Susie because literally when i tell you it was neck and neck it was neck and neck Yeah. Um, and my arm strength um uh, oddly enough um a couple of years ago i was in the hospital for a while i almost lost my arms wow. um both um my hands actually uh i don't know if you can see yeah oh yeah. hold on a second wow. i have i have somebody somebody beeping and trying to call me um uh, i don't know if you can see my hands but um they're both like this i have a scar on my arm oh wow both of my arms I had to get surgery I'll get into that later um but uh oddly enough my arm strength has never waned um I do push-ups now uh fist closed push-ups because I can't put my hand flat um which are difficult from what I hear um but I was a dancer for so long um my arm strength I was a gymnast when I was younger so my arm strength um you know has never failed me uh so I our strategy when I when I picked Susie was eliminate the strong girls. And they said, Brianna, you're one of the strongest on our, on our team. So, you, you know, you uh, we think you could eliminate her. And of course I was going to pick her to begin with anyway, because she was one of the strongest girls. Evelyn had already been eliminated. I'm pretty sure. So, yeah. um, uh, and I wasn't chance to go against Evelyn. <laughs> Actually I would have, honestly, i like Evelyn, Evelyn's a sweetheart. She's always been really nice. Um, uh, but, uh, I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't so sure about Evelyn. Um, uh, but if she had them there, I probably still would have picked her because then, you know, that gives me kudos on the team. If I were to beat Evelyn, which is the strongest girl on any team, um, I would have easily kept my place there the entire time. No doubt about right. it. Um, but, uh, so I decided to go against Susie, um, you know, which she was uh, the, the next strongest girl on their team. Um, and, uh, uh, when I tell you it was, it was neck and neck, it was neck and neck. As soon as we had the, we had to turn the, uh, the wheel in order to, uh, for the water to drip for, for the fire to get out as soon as her, as soon as, um, she put mine out, it was like boom, boom, like w- within, within not even a second, her mine went out and then hers went out. So, and it was crazy, you know, it was, it was really cool. And, and, um, uh, I don't know, just the whole, the whole opportunity was a lot of hurry up and wait. Um, but when we actually did get to do the challenges, they were really, really fun, um, and, uh, you know, just the teamwork aspect. And uh, I, I definitely still would have picked Susie through and through, even even so today. I'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that.
1: <laughs> so, obviously, it was um, very close. I actually got done watching it right before you uh, start talking to her about it. So, I did my homework. Um, oh, yay! <laughs> <'cause> they, <laughs> Thank you. They, they, ha- they have uh, the episodes on um, like I, I, iTunes, I think, like that. Yeah. So, I I watched it off there. Cool. Um, <laughs> oh. So, that being said, would you have rathered it be kind of like a head to head uh, physical type of elimination, or were you cool with uh, what you got?
0: Oh, no, I would have loved to wrestle somebody. Absolutely. There's no, no, I would love to. Oh, geez. Um, I've always been a fighter since I was young. Um, And because I'm tiny, um, but uh, I don't know. I guess a lot of people. anybody that has ever witnessed me fight knows that I mean I'm, I'm like my boyfriend's just going <laughs> lose my head I'll pick shit up I don't care you know um but um I I'm very very quick and if I were to be able to um wrestle Susie um even how even possibly race her I would have won no doubt about it
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um so have you recently watched since uh being on or did you kind of put that uh
0: Wow. No, I, have, I. I don't know. I watch a lot. Of, <laughs> I have a nine-year-old about to be a ten-year-old, and uh, um, I watch a lot of Sonic the Hedgehog. I watch a lot of. I'm a cartoon girl. I'm gonna be a kid for the rest of my life. I love cartoons. I love kids cartoons. I love anime. I love. Um, I love Family Guy. I love American no, Dad. Right. I, oh yeah, I love. South actually, oh, I will watch South Park favorite. in a while. But I love South Park. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, I haven't, the only real people show that I watch is walking dead and okay. I don't do really any, um, really re- reality shows. I used to watch, um, little people, big world. I love that. show, but I haven't watched that in a long time. Um, we didn't have, we didn't have cable for a while actually. Um, and we still don't have cable. We just used a fire stick, which is pretty awesome. We got a Roku box. Too. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, But uh, I mean, I haven't. I don't really have much of a desire to watch Real World, just because I don't have a desire to watch the challenges either. Just because uh, I don't know. I guess I know what it's about, and I know that I I, sometimes editing isn't always sincere. Um, Mm -hmm. They try to make it mostly sincere, Um, but sometimes you know, cutting and pasting does happen, and that's why it's called editing. And um, you know, or uh, or honestly. Just watching people knowing, having my impression of certain people, and then seeing at them a totally different way without editing, that's I don't like that. I don't. It right. makes me feel like they're being insincere, or you know, yeah. I don't like
1: that. So a few seasons after your last one, they um, introduced what's called um, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you've probably heard something about it. They uh, it was a rivals season when they uh pair you and someone uh you know either someone that you're in a beef with or someone you've uh fought with in the past um are you aware like of uh, that um season that they did a couple times
0: yeah i hear about that yeah okay Well, i like, talked sure. to my, my friend um lily madden she actually does the same thing that you do um lily uh she's a blogger she does podcasts and everything too and she keeps
1: me you know up to date about uh what's going on with different people okay so I was gonna ask since obviously on the real world, uh um, you and Kimberly got at it a little bit, you know. I was mm-hmm. gonna ask, how do you think that um, you and Kim would have did if they put you guys together for a rivals pair?
0: Right. we would have we would have killed it. We would have won because <laughs> we get along bit for sure now. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, if they put if they did put us together, I think we, we would have done a great job. We, we, I don't know, we we still have our our views and our ideas and everything. Um, even politically, we have our views and our ideas and stuff. So, um, we don't really comment too much on that anymore because he disagrees with me there. But I honestly think that the type of people that we are now, that we've grown to be, we, we would easily have made a great team. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. So, when you were obviously in the ruins, um, West and Bananas had like, you know, their kind of clashes. Um. And basically, the story for the last, um, you know, 10 or so years has been West versus Bananas on most of the seasons. But for this current season, that's happening, they actually made a secret uh, two-man alliance, um, and they're actually together. Yeah, so I'm gonna ask you, having been there it's for basically to see the beginning of what uh, started the rivalry. What uh, what is your thoughts on them, um, you know, joining up? Um.
0: I don't know. I really don't talk to Wes a whole lot. He was all right. Um, I didn't really talk to Johnny a whole lot. Um, um, I mean, they're both pretty cool guys. And, you know, obviously, anytime that a, a group can put um, a rival, anytime people can put a rivalry uh, behind them, um, which obviously, clearly, it's not for, you know, the sake of, of being friendly, unless, you know, it could be something that does come out of it. Uh, uh, if they do, you know, do well, I mean, I haven't watched, but if they do do, I don't even know if the season's over or I'm not, I don't know, but, um, if they do do well, maybe they will end up having a friendship out of it, but, uh, you know, they're, they only did that cause of
1: money. So <laughs> you know, yeah. I can't really
0: say too much about it. I, you know, I right.
1: can't wait. Really. <laughs> um, so what are some hidden talents of yours that, uh, people might not, not know about you? I
0: am I've always been a very good writer
1: um I'm
0: I'm very wordy I don't know if you can tell I talked too damn much. but uh, I've always been um, a very good writer and uh, there's a lot of things that I am passionate about that I um I would like to write about uh, I don't know if I could do that for a living I don't ever want I to I, not that I don't want to do it for a living like I wouldn't do it maybe like I thought about you know possibly being a political speech writer like just you know maybe going to school to see you know to get myself out there and maybe start writing small like writing for um you know like state legislators or you know um like governors mayors but um no I don't want to do that I love to sing still <laughs> so, uh singing always been my passion um that's not a hidden town. everybody knows that uh that I do that um what else uh I don't know I am, I fart pretty well. Oh, man. Um, a pretty good farter. Um, they don't really ever smell. They're always loud, though. Like, I think, honestly, Guinness Book of World Records, I beat that the other day. This quarantine's affecting all of our bodies pretty crazy. <laughs> but, um, um, and my son, my son is almost at my level. I'm trying to teach him some tricks of the trade. Um, but, uh, I don't know. I, um... I don't know what other talents I have. I, you know, I like doing art. I don't know. I never really thought about it. I just, I just concentrated on the ones that I know that I already do well. But I think I'm going to start looking into some other things. I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What about some things you aren't good at?
0: Oh, ah, oh, that list is pretty long.
1: Um, You don't have to give me the whole load down. You can just throw a few.
0: my patience, um, uh, now that I'm a mom has completely decreased a lot. Um, so that's why I try to, you know, pick my battles as much as I can. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a very good cook. I'm a very good cook. Um, and I cook all the time. Um, I'm, I'm not, um, a very good exerciser. I'm not, um, since I stopped dancing, I, uh, you know, I, I I try to you know I do I do exercise I do my uh, my Pilates and my um, my P ninety X but it's a matter of me getting motivated. So like a couple of days will go by and then I'll have like three or four days where I bust my ass and then like a month will go by and then I'll do it again. Yeah. <laughs> but um but uh, I mean other than that um uh you know I I don't know this I could go I could kill you with that forever with the things
1: that I'm not good at. <laughs> Um, so this question has come up quite a bit on my podcast. Um, so I'm going to ask you, you're, uh, you know, cookies or brownies?
0: Ooh, I'm not really a big sweets person. I'm, and I know I'm weird. Um, I don't know, Skittles? I'm just kidding. Uh, so I think I pick uh, uh, cookies. I don't know, because brownies are pretty good, especially if you put on, um, like, caramel and, like, and, uh, yeah. marshmallow in them, but, uh, I mean, if I was really in dire need of cookies, okay, i pick brownies with the fudge and the, and the, and the caramel and the marshmallow in them, but only that way.
1: No, wow. no. <laughs> Um, I'm going to ask you this one too, because it's also come up a lot. I've had people rank, um, in terms of like the three main fast foods, um, their personal preference between Burger King, McDonald's and Wendy's. So, um,
0: Wendy's definitely as best. Yeah. I put Wendy's Wendy's at the forefront. I mean, you got to add the chicken places into KFC Popeye's.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-mm. Taco Bell was pretty bomb. Um, I'm not a big fast foodie, uh, too often, but if I were to get fast food, KFC or Popeye's would be my main go-to. Yeah. No doubt about it. <laughs>
1: How about you? Um, out of the three fast foods?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Believe it or not, I, I use this analogy a lot. I would always put Burger King first, but like when I compare, I'm like, I'm not sure why I enjoy it so much or why I choose that over the other two. And I compared it to Criminal Minds. Like, I used to like that a lot. And yeah. Now, if I'm going to bed every night, if I'm looking at you know, just put something on to fall asleep to, it's always on. But I can't tell you why, because I haven't, like, enjoyed an episode of it in probably close to, what's five years now.
0: This <laughs> crazy. It's probably burning. But no, I know exactly what you mean because I do the same thing with like with a lot of stuff too. Like I know exactly I know I know exactly what you mean. I haven't watched Criminal Minds in a long time either. I'll turn that back on. I might do that. Yeah, too. It might have to. <laughs> I'm not really a fan of Burger King. Mm-mm. I think it's because years ago I I I, I ate Burger King um, after a night of, of drinking and just puked it up, and it was just not yeah. not good.
1: <laughs> impact. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) um so what have you been up to since we last seen you on television
0: um well like i said i am uh you know actually i'm gonna pull this out i'm gonna walk to the kitchen so come join me um i've been um um will be will be 10 in december um i uh I just been singing. I actually work for um, a, a company, um, uh, Crystal Entertainment, based out of uh, uh, South Jersey. That's where I live now. Um, I live in Sewell, New Jersey, and uh, I work for uh, an, an company. Um, I do some agent work, um, like booking names and everything. But um, I still do sing. Singing is like my my number one all time passion. Um, I'm 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 prepared to be singing for the rest of my life, and I wouldn't have it any other way. That's um, awesome. and uh, um even my 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 voice has has grown so much so my my, my mess in the background we actually just moved so um mm. i used to live in fallsboro but uh we just moved uh from to school from fallsboro maybe like uh a little less than a month ago uh wow. so we're trying to downsize all the shit that we have. So we have a lot of stuff to get rid of, but unfortunately a lot of places aren't doing a uh, pickups. We can't donate really anything. So it's just the waiting. Yeah. But, um, uh, um, uh, uh, aside from my son, um, I sing, um, full time now, um, do a little bit of agent work. Uh, um, I write a lot, cook a lot. Um, uh, um, a couple, I was talking about my arms earlier. Um, when my son was first born, um, I battled with, um, heroin and, uh, cocaine and crack addiction. And, um, I almost lost my life. Um, I went, my blood went septic. Um, uh, um, and the doctors gave me a 50 50 chance. Um, my arms were in bad shape. Actually, my, my left arm was worse than my right arm because I'm a righty. So yes, I was injecting and, um, uh, I would inject into my right arm. And it's crazy because we all know the dangers of everything, but of course we get stuck in our own mindset and say, oh, that'll never happen to me. Well, I should have known that, that was it was going to happen to me because my father um, is also a recovering addict. He's a recovering um, alcoholic and a recovering um, pill user. And um, a few of my other family members have struggled with addiction too and um, never really had a relationship with my dad. He's a minister now, and we, we talk... Um, fairly often now but um you know I was being a kid being stubborn I didn't think that anything was ever going to happen to me and it did and I almost died and that was the day that I decided to give my life over to God and that was the day that my mom uh oh my, my mom um also oh crap why is this not charging sorry I don't good. know what's going on one percent let me see what is this uh I have no idea what's going. On. Oh, there it goes. Okay. All right. That's better. Um, that was a day that I decided to give my life over to God, and uh, ever since then, things have been moving in a much better direction than I had ever, if I could have ever, ever expected. Um, and uh, you know, I've had my my struggles and my bumps and bruises along the way. Um, you know, but uh, overall, um, if I didn't have faith in in some something or someone bigger than me um and i'm a firm believer that it doesn't matter um which religion it is it, if you believe that there is something greater that you cannot control everything in your life no matter how hard you try to you cannot control other people you cannot make people do anything that they don't want to do it makes your life a fuck ton easier sorry jimmy oh, my son's out here yeah. jimmy, come here come here come here it makes my life a whole lot easier. It makes everybody's life a whole lot easier. And every good religion will tell you the same thing. That hey, Hi. That's my hi. I'm a cool man. Hey, good. You? good. good. Oh, but, thank you. I know. I was sitting outside. I'm going to take a shower in a little bit. No. He gets that from me. Mommy, you stink. That's what he just said. <laughs> Thanks, Jimmy. Thank you. <laughs> but um But <laughs> I was sitting outside all morning. Um, laying out in the sun but uh he um uh i just feel like i feel as though no, that no matter what religion it is you know when you when you open your heart up to the possibility that you know we all have a purpose here and we all oh, whether people want to admit it or not we all affect one another in different ways and even in negative ways when somebody's affecting you if you're getting upset with what they're doing and even a person down the street you know they could they could uh uh you know It's a catch 22. You know, we can only worry about what we do ourselves. We can't make anybody else do um, anything that we, we, you know, wouldn't expect our own selves to do. We can't, we can't push anybody to do anything. We can only worry about ourselves, but we are still connected in one way or another. And in realizing that we're connected, it makes your, your, your life and realizing that I can only control myself. And then also realizing that me controlling myself is bettering the entire world around me, which it, it does, you know, it makes life a lot easier to I guess to go through, you know, because I can't control yes. what's gonna happen. I can have a plan for tomorrow, I can't have a plan for today. But sometimes, you know, life life has a, a different plan, you know, and um, and I just have to go with the flow. And I'm I'm tired ever since I started realizing that my depression has gone away. My my anger has gone away. My my weight has gone up. My skin has cleared up. You know, like I I just feel a lot a lot better overall. And um, you know, we all we all worry. It's funny because we all deal with invisible enemies every single day, and we don't even realize it. And uh, that's one thing that also any good religion will tell you too. Like you know, the giants that we face in our lives, the mountains that we face in our lives, they're not as big. We always come out on the other side, you know, and if you have faith in something bigger, whether you do come out on the other side or whether, you know, that you get taken, we're all going to have to die one day eventually, you know, and, yeah. you know, or you can die happy living a, a, a life of purpose, or you can be on your deathbed and have, imagine being on your deathbed and having your hopes, your dreams, your regrets, every single every single thing that you wish you could take back in your life surrounding you or 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 you know your guilt your 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 sadness and imagine all the negative things that we put ourselves through that our minds that we we don't allow ourselves to do because of fear because of 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 guilt or everything that that you know we shouldn't we don't want in our lives imagine that all surrounding our bed because we just didn't you know, free it from ourselves, or we didn't pursue the the passion that we we were put on this earth to pursue. We, we know we let everybody else get in our heads and say, you can't do this. You can't do that. Well, you're never going to make it. You're never going to do that. And that is an invisible enemy. Fear is the biggest invisible enemy. And, and, and it's the reason why we react the way that we do that, you know, we have, we have, we, we don't listen to other people to hear we listen to respond you know we react we listen to re- to react we, we we react before responding you know and we don't even hear one another because we're assuming more than we're more than we're listening we're thinking that we know everything and and it's just so much easier when you just just let shit go it really, it really is you sleep better at night
1: <laughs> yeah yeah um Actually, this was gonna um, lead into my last question, but since you were, um, you know, mentioning um, Jersey, I was actually, um, I was gonna ask for your next question. I was obviously gonna bring up um, how the uh, coronavirus has kind of adju- had uh, forced you to have to adjust, but I was gonna make a point that, um, yeah, I actually, um, was two days after my birthday, actually, was when this whole thing started. So, like, basically. Doing? yeah thank you basically my birthday was like the last like real day that of like true social interaction um mm-hmm. that before this obviously started and i actually was down in um south jersey um during that because right now i'm like i live normally up north but i was visiting uh, my grandparents right and then that's when this all started um so yeah it was kind of crazy you know like the first two weeks of it i was down there but um so now I'm going to ask you, um, how has the virus kind of uh, forced you to uh, adjust?
0: Well, um, like I earlier, my boyfriend and I, we actually do the same thing. He also bartends, um, but I just strictly sing and I do, um, you know, uh, agency work and stuff. Um, so we've been um, we were able to file for the uh, PUA, Pandemic um, Unemployment Assistance, unfortunately. New Jersey's um, uh, uh, Governor Murphy, um, I have no idea where where his mind is. I know he's probably stressed out. The the, the good thing about uh, this virus, and I'm trying to see every positive thing about this virus, is that it's going to prove to every American who's willing to actually know real information, um, to look for information instead of just hearing he said, she said, um, it's going to prove who real leaders are and who aren't real leaders. And unfortunately, um, Governor Murphy is failing right now. And he's failing a lot of New Jersey citizens. He's being far more, in my opinion, he's being far more tyrannical than he's actually being being fair. Um, I have my own thoughts about what should be happening, you know, what should be happening right now um, across the U.S. But I, I'm, you know, I, I speak about my thoughts, but I'm not going to force anybody to do anything that they don't want to do. Um, I still go out. I still social distance. I still wear my mask and I'm only, you know, around people that are okay with being around me, you know? And, um, I personally, I mean, I, my neighbors don't wear masks, so I don't wear my mask around them. I don't, you know, because if they're not worried about it, then I'm not going to worry about it. And for my own family safety, I have a lot of my, my son and my boyfriend, you know, obviously makes his own decisions. So, you know, I'm not going to make him do anything that he doesn't want to do, but, um, New Jersey has mandated it, uh, mandated that, um, In order to to go into any business, we have to wear a mask. That's cool, that's fine, I will do that.